This, this, this is, is, Fight Disciples. Uh, welcome to episode 133 of the Fight Disciples podcast. Uh, we're on location today. We're at Gallagher's Gym in Bolton, uh, keeping up to date with everything that's going on in the world of boxing, in particular Callum Smith, who is fighting this weekend the World Boxing Super Series. You can hear him on our Radio City talk show tomorrow. Uh, we'll have a little bit of a preview coming up a little later on, but this one is dedicated to what you're going to be experiencing in Las Vegas this weekend. Triple G, Canelo. It is the best versus the best. Is it the best middleweight contest of all time? Myself and Nick will discuss that a little bit later on in the show. But first of all, um, we caught up with a man that has actually been in the ring with one of these protagonists, Liam Beefy Smith. Um, also alongside him was Natasha Jonas. And halfway through this conversation, uh, Liam's older brother Stephen came to join us as well to give his take on what he thinks will happen this weekend. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. As you can see, we are with the best two looking members of Gallagher's gym. Pretty boy. <laughs> <laughs> and Tash, good to see you both. Um, plenty to talk about. We'll get stuck into uh, your upcoming fight in a minute and your upcoming fight. But seeing as that you're a geezer that's been in the ring with uh, Canelo, that's where we're going to start this weekend, my man. Yeah. Are you picking him? Are you picking your former four? Slightly, yeah. Uh, I, won't, I won't be surprised with any results, to be honest with you, either way, but I'm slightly edging towards Canelo on points. For what reasons? I think he's probably better than Golovkin in, in most departments. You know, obviously a big one, which is not his size and power. And, but I think now Canelo's size is big enough to handle that. I think it's I always massive, picked, I, I always picked Golovkin for the till. You know, it weren't just because I fought him. It was after the Chavez fight I started edging towards mm. towards Canelo. It was not. I'm not one of them who just jumped jumped on the bandwagon because he beat me. Because right after he beat me, I still fancy Golovkin. But then the size I've seen him go into the uh, Chavez fight mm. and the size I'm seeing him now, I've always thought he's good enough. He's just not big enough. But now I think he's big enough, muscle wise. He Do looks think? massive, doesn't he? Yeah. He does look big, but for me, Chavez Junior isn't of this. Because I think. You know, people spoke to you go, yeah, but there's only as good as the last fight. He looked amazing in the last fight. And Triple G looked like he was mortal in his last fight. Yeah. But I would argue Daniel Jacobs is on a far higher level than Chavez Jr. Yeah, so would I, definitely. But I think, you know, um, I think attribute-wise, I think Canelo Alvarez is better than Daniel Jacobs. I think Daniel Jacobs yeah. is a middleweight. Canelo is not of such just yet. But, you know, now I just think Golovkin's a better fighter than Daniel Jacobs. Uh, Canelo's a better fighter than Daniel Jacobs. Yeah. But a smaller fighter. Mm. Just now going into this fight, I think the size he's put on, you know, the muscle he's put on, I think he's going to be big enough to absorb what pressure comes of late. You know, I think the Chavez fight was a, it was no, you know, yardstick. You're fighting a bigger man because Chavez was not like a big punch bag. Yeah. I know he was a bigger man, but he, he was that much dead at that weight. He never threw no punches. Obviously, Golovkin's going to be a much better, better fighter than Chavez. But what what Golovkin's going to bring late on, and no, don't get me wrong, I think Canelo's going to have to come through some massive yeah, sticky yeah. moments. May even have Is to. Is that the biggest question, Beef? Can he take the power? Yeah, I Can think so. I think so. Yeah, I think it's going to be that. I think, I think no matter what, as well, I think Canelo will be ahead on the cards if he gets stopped late. If he gets stopped late, I won't be like, you know, didn't see that coming. Yeah, of course. It's um, you know, if that if, if that happened, I'd probably look into it even more and think, you know, it was always mm. on the cards, but. I'm just slightly edging towards my opinion that he's going to be big and bit solid enough to come through the 
come through the fight late on and edge your own points. On the night you when uh, you fought him, sorry, on the night when you fought Canelo, yeah. what surprised you most? A lot was the size. Speed and explosiveness yeah. in the fight, but just as you got in at the weigh in, I know what I put on. You know, I, I put between like you know fourteen and seventeen pounds on after the weigh in. Yeah. You know, I put sixteen for the Canelo fight. We were getting told he put twenty and twenty five. So I thought twenty five is probably a myth. Yeah. Twenty is probably, you know, a lot. Yeah. And if he puts twenty then so be it. But thought if he put twenty, I put seventeen three pounds you're not going to notice yeah and that the way in head to head i thought you know what i am the bigger man here but then you know when i got in the ring i think i was the bigger man you know bone structure i think he was the bigger man you know muscle yeah you know he, he, he put a lot of muscle back on and when we got in the ring obviously, it's them tackles mate it's them like, tackles you know, yeah under armour t-shirt on not not like this and it was you know stuck to his shoulder when yeah, he yeah. stuck around and I just thought, you know, you, you have put some muscle on the next And could day. you feel that on the night as well, in the clinch and stuff? No, no. Did he feel physically yeah, strong? Yeah, he felt there? solid. Like, he never felt physically strong as in, I couldn't budge him, I couldn't move him around the ring, because late on, I think I could position him where I wanted him, but obviously I never I never capitalised on where I wanted him. But he was like, he was solid in his own strength, his own punches. You know, not massive one punch, but every shot was a thud. And mm. I think that was a lot down to the speed as well. He's very explosive. Yeah. With, you, with your amateur pedigree and obviously his amateur pedigree, you're going for Triple G, aren't you? You're not going to let me down. Or are you going along with this? No, I, to be honest, yeah. I, it's one of them 50-50 fights, like we've said. Whatever happens, you're going to say, oh, that was going to happen. Yeah. You know, yeah, whatever yeah. happens. If, if Triple G wins, they'll be like, oh, yeah, that was going to happen. If, if, if Canelo wins, they'll be like, oh, yeah, you could see that because the last three... So uh, me personally, I, I'm, I'm the same as Beefy. Beefy, I think over the last, the past three fights for the both of them, mm. I just like I've just kind of edged towards Canelo because I think he's performed better. Okay, they're not at the standard of Triple G's on some occasions, but even with the lighter man, um, when he fought um, Brook, mm. I fought Brook got through, mm-hmm. and kind like if Brook's gonna get through, I, I mean Canelo's gonna get through, and he's gonna be a lot more solid than Brooke obviously Brooke had come up a few weeks so I just think yeah he's gonna he's he's hit like you said he's he's he looks like a mortal now so for me though did the did the performance against Brooke i.e he was getting hit and the performance against Jacobs i.e losing rounds did that sucker Canelo team but did they do that I'm not gonna say at that level you can you can throw rounds away but before then Canelo was wasn't even Talking about yeah, that no, fight, but, yeah, but after them two fights, suddenly yeah. they're now like, oh, no. okay, we fancy it. But now. I think you've got to be a fool to get thrown into that with Golovkin. You know, he's he's got himself. He's a class amateur. Mm. His feet are unbelievable. Look at his best performance, probably against David Lemieux, when people mm-hmm. picked him to lose. Yeah, and you know he can box his jab. He, he beat Golovkin. On, uh, he beat Lemieux on his jab. Yeah, he just broke his face up with his jab. And, it's not a body so he spewed it after six or seven. He's a very very good fighter, but he's he's kind of got into a a mole where he's taking shots because he knows they're not hitting him so he just walks through them and then he done it with you know Bruch he done it with he done it with a lot of fighters and then the Daniel Jacobs fight he probably got up for that then dropped him in four and thought here we go again yeah. we're going to stop him there. and then once you get into that road it's hard to get out of it yeah. you know what I mean so I think now I think you're going to get a very good Golovkin as well mm. on, on this night because because of the stick he's getting for the Jacobs fight because of Underperforming from his probably probably his standards, but like you've got to 
you've got to look at it both ways. Canelo, they're not stupid. They don't need this. You know what I mean? They, you know, they, they're getting millions regardless. Yeah. You know, his, he's, his, he's, this is my thing. His legacy is assured. Is side, yeah. Canelo's legacy is assured. He's made it. Yeah, well, that's he's the biggest I mean. star in Mexico. He's only 20, you know, 26, 27. Canelo and. The longer it goes, the more he fancies it. But he fancies it now. And I think I can tell by his demeanour. You know, when when he got Golovkin in the ring after him, you know, the, the, just the snarl on his, on Canelo's face. That you know, they know they're not going to fight there. Yeah. But he, he looks as if he's wanting to fight in there. And then, and, you know, Golovkin says, you know, good looking camp, and he's like, looks at me, the older people. You know, I, th- I just think he looks massively up for this now. And, like I said, they don't need it. They, 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 I think they want it now. Mm. They can go and get 10, 15 million paid against somebody else. And yeah. Now, they, they, I think they pick Golovkin for, for a reason and they fancy it now. I'd agree with that. I think Golovkin needs this. I yeah. think he needs this win to cement his legacy. Otherwise, people always go, but yeah, but he never really fought anyone else. He was right up there. As good as Daniel Jacobs is, he never really, Jacobs is not a big enough name. I think, for me, that's what's going to inspire Golovkin. I'm worried if Canelo is... So rich and successful now, whether he's still got that in there, where he wants to go through a war. I think. I think the stick he's had for this fight for the past two years, giving his belt up, and that has given that mm-hmm. that bit of nastiness yeah, for this fight. That. You know, I think he took a lot of stick. He lost a lot of fans in Mexico for giving his belt up and not taking the fight then. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe 18, 18 months ago. So I think now he's got that bit between his teeth that he's got a point to prove now. Before we let you clear off, Williams. Happy with the uh, extra two weeks? You got yeah. your own bill now, ain't you? You don't have to share it with yeah. AJ. Get yeah. your own game. You know what <laughs> no. I mean? I'm happy with that. You know, it's a bit. The, the, there's there's things you don't do, and you can't go head to head on a, on a yeah, yeah. TV station with Joshua. Anyone else? He's yeah, a big deal, that Joshua. Yeah. Lad, isn't he? <laughs> Anyone else would have probably put <laughs> yeah. up against because I'd have been confident we'd have got good numbers against. I you know like a bugger only Callum Johnson. Mm. Yeah. And I think Frank would have went head to head with. Shows like that, but you know, thankfully, you can't go into it. Joshua is mm. too big, and you know, he's, he's a mega star at the minute, so rightly so. We've moved it, and as you say, it's got its own its own day now, and I think people can look forward to that. He seems to be enjoying the uh, press conference last week. Went up there, up to Newcastle, a little away there. Yeah, it was all right. The drive <laughs> went good, but the press conference was okay. Yeah, the crack. Didn't I was you? just happy with you know, finally getting face to face with Williams, um, you know, sick of social media, and you know, you can't get your points across. I don't want to get my point across to anyone but Liam Williams and you know I got I said what I wanted to say to him and you know I I I win. I don't need to sell a fight I'm not one of them I don't have to do anything like that I said what I thought and mm. I've got I've got to say I've got to say the word shit house is the best put down that I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. No, I put me a scouts. No, I like it. I like it. You know, probably a lot of people. Don't that's, that's, what I mean by you've it. Took, you've took that from the football pitch, haven't you? You play a lot of football. Yeah. I can see you in, that, in the middle yeah, of that park. There's loads of them. No, I just think they, they, they played on the on the cut, on on you know on the headbutt and on the cut, yeah. and it was an easy way out for them. When I think they were you know close to being on the way out anyway, so it's one of them. It was a blessing for them, and but not not like the Frost Grove fight, but it gave us another fight and mm. it gave us a chance to. And it's an eliminator for Cotto. Yeah. If he sticks around at one five four, that's that's tidy. Yeah, that's a good like you know a carrot dangling for us. But I said last time, it's it, none of these are, are really really matter. It's about becoming world champion again. Yeah, you know, yeah. I lost that title, so it's that's mm. what I want to do again. It's not no 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 names, no rivalries that I want. It's just I want to become world champion again. And, want that belt back, man? Yeah. For Christmas, yeah. Yeah. 
Not wages for Christmas, belts oh. for Christmas this time round. Listen, before we let you clear off, because obviously uh, the Chiefs there are ready to rock and roll, just switch the camera around. Congratulate this man. Married man now. <laughs> Married man. And that's it. Are you allowed to tell us anything about that happened on the stag there? Is that it? Did Paul, uh, did Paul ruin him? No, did he ruin right, him? No, did he not ruin him on the speech? No. How did the speech he didn't go? do him on no, the speech. I fell out with Paul. Um, you fell out with him because he didn't really. Yeah, yeah. Well, the rumors, <laughs> even on the outside, the rumors going in was yeah. Paul's going to savage him. Paul yeah. told me he was going to absolutely. Paul let him, him off with murder. Paul was a shit house as well. <laughs> so Paul let him off with murder. The stag dude, he got away with murder on the stag, but I, I, I weren't bothered about the stag dude because there was a few people on the stag dude who probably could have took it too far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, probably you being one there. of them. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't because I knew the wedding was coming. But you'd have probably got there was people like Selkirk who, you know, probably took his eyebrows off and not yeah, realising the wedding was a week yeah. later. Yeah, you no, know, just think, oh, still after like he's a yeah. fourteen. You know what I mean? So there's, there's people who would have done something too far and there's no going back. So I was happy with, with him getting away with it on the stag, but he should have got. He should have got it on the best man's speech and he never. Yeah. Wicked yeah, man. Good, good day. He got up to father more meant to go on about how proud he's about his daughter. He just slated me. Yeah. Yeah. Come in the house 15 years ago. And they were, I thought Jay was babysitting. I thought Jay was mine and all. He didn't do it together. So everyone's laughing their heads off. Honestly, you should have seen the ears on him and all that he was saying. Yeah, Paul left. Paul's babysitting. I love it. That was a good day, though. Yeah, top man. Listen, I'll let you clear off. Are you have you purse bids this week? Yeah, European European title Wednesday. Yeah. So whether it's Spain or whether it's going to be the undercard of Joshua. Yeah. Okay, let's get beef out. Get Swifty in. Yeah, we got two minutes. Nice one, beef. All the best, mate. I just sit here looking pretty. No, 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 no. You're in a minute. Sorry. We saw you having a little bit of a tumble before. I'll tell you something. She she likes to let that right. I'm good. I said to Adam to be honest. I said. Tasha's carrying Stephen here. Look, you need sorry, the microphone. Son. When, when, you need the when, microphone. When she first turned out, first come up, obviously we both from the Rotunda, so we sparred yeah, in the yeah, past yeah. and stuff. And Joe was always on at me saying, "Look, what's the difference? What's to change? What do you think?" And I've always said about Tasha, her ability in in her own comfort zone is second to none. I don't know any girl like her with mm. the talent she's got, but I said any girl who's going to get in with her, going to see it and think, "Well, I've got to make a fight. I've got to try and." I can't stand off Tasha and let her do what she wants, she's too good. So I've been trying to make her uncomfortable and trying to get her being good, mm. as good as she has been you know, in, a, in a comfort zone, out of a comfort zone. And she's doing it, coming on more and more. And just out, you know, just little things, little little parts about like just the positioning and not like going into corners, not back into the ropes when she's got the, 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 the whole space to ring. And just little moves, little steps. And she's getting it more and more now. Where, I find myself telling the less things, know what I mean? And is it? You see today, she's getting a lot of things natural now. Mm. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm saying as much in today. And like, the day around, I started going yeah. back to using my legs just to mix it up for a bit and then yeah. pressure back on the last That's what it was, wasn't it? It was about pressure. Yeah, keeping yeah. that yeah, pressure yeah. on you. Keep it constantly keeping that pressure on you. Just we trying to make it more uncomfortable for her. Yeah, yeah. That, that's all there is. You're a good lad like that, aren't you? Yeah, just make it uncomfortable. She punches me through it. As she's punching me. Has that been the biggest culture shock, has it, Tash, since you've turned pro? The, the sparring and that that type of training environment because obviously what sparring you're getting top as sparring as a, as a pro so far you know you've, you've pinged girls everywhere but it's in here it's sparring sessions like that is that way the, the difference is the change I think people don't realise that the, the training bit is the hardest bit mm. people from outside the boxing think oh, like people have to do just boxing to keep fit think oh fighting that's the hard bit but 
this bit is the hard bit. But that's your, for some people under the lights, they're freezing under the lights, don't they? They don't perform under the lights. When we saw you go out, we've just been speaking to Beef about Newcastle, when you were up on that next gen card at Newcastle, you didn't freeze, mate. You just went in yeah. and did the business, you know what I mean? It was like you had you were, done it all, yeah? Yeah, yeah. there you, you go. That's, that was yeah. like one of the tidiest pro debuts we've seen. And he's unreal. I'm like, yeah. okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of people do freeze under that particular situation. You didn't. You seem to have relished it. Do you reckon that is because you've been Olympics, you've seen the bright lights before? Yeah, I got a bit... For a professional debut, I, though. I got a bit nervous more going up to Newcastle. But, like, as you say, because of, of the stuff that I've been through as an amateur, mm. by the time the actual day comes, I was like, all right. And then I went into the um, me changing room and everyone was sitting there, like, dead quiet because they didn't know... Like it's, even though me and Joe have been together for a long time, he didn't know what it'd be like on fight fight day. Mm. So everyone's just sitting there quiet, and I was like, "Come on, nobody start. Let's let's, yeah. let's get on some music yeah. on so let's, yeah. let's make it. And then after that, it was fine because they knew I'd Irish relax. So mm. it was just. But by the time it was like, do you warm up? I was sweating. I had a good sweat on. I was getting and just do what do what we, what what I've been practicing in there. So with that in mind, how do you feel then now being on a Liverpool card? Because it's, it's, this is a pro thing now in your home city. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be nerve wracking, but in a different way. Being pro debut, I mean, like, like I say, I mean, I've had good conversations with Stephen about you know when he was saying just enjoy it, relax, and then everyone says that, but you know, it. But it's also your most important one because yeah. people like your second and your third, like. Well, it's just your second and your third, but your first one, mm. all eyes are on you. Everyone people remembers your debut. Yeah, yeah. Always say like. Katie Taylor, we're going on about her, she's pro, she's a couple of fights ahead, but I can tell you now her debut, I know she loved, I couldn't tell you what she thought, I said, I'll fight there, mm. fight. Yeah, yeah. And I had a conversation with Tash before and said, look, she's been in the Olympics, she's been on bigger stages, so I didn't think the occasion to get to her, but it's a good feeling, as she just said, then walking into that venue, knowing you couldn't have done more in here and you're mm. ready. If you go into a, ever go into a fight and you think, oh, I wish I'd have done that run, or I wish I'd done this, then fair yeah, enough, yeah. your nerves should be getting to yeah, it yeah. because you're going into that ring and you know that there's things you haven't done, but luckily enough, you know she trains hard. She's she's, she's working very hard all the time, and mm. you can see it now where she's got in the ring full of confidence, and that's why because she's doing everything she can in here. Does that help? I mean, in this gym, you've got so many different characters and so many guys that have used different paths to get to where they're getting to. Obviously, your relationships bang on. You're sparring with each other. This is a geezer again, massive amateur pedigree, gold medalist down in uh, in Sydney. So you so when he's speaking. You think, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm on this journey now and I can understand what he's saying. Does that help a lot? Definitely, you can dig into everyone. Everyone's got different experiences yeah. and, you know, like you say, being through different ways and you just take a little bit. Like when I watch sit there and watch the spar and I try and take a little bit of, of everyone's spar and it's just everyone will give you advice. You've just got to take the bits that work for you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you'll find the bits that work for you and the, the, the bits that don't. Yeah. I find I'm good at giving advice with like the mental side. <laughs> when, I say, when I say, listen, do you want to know how to throw this shot or throw that shot? Watch Liam and Callum. I say, when I go, yeah, look, see how Callum there, look, watch how he throws this and what, look, watch his non-punching hands. And then when it comes to Liam breaking shots down, I say, look the way he finds gaps all the time. And you know, you see body punches coming in and they're all like, uh, they're leaning over and the red's coming up. Mm. William just hits gaps all the time and he always finds the space even when the gap's not there he creates it he throws a little uppercut and then yeah. bang and he let the body shot and you can see him uh, working on it as well on the, the bag way, yeah, on the, the bag earlier yeah. do it and the way they both open the motor I've said to the loads times so look all this body punching on this side of it is, is all brand new especially to the women's boxing it was, mm. you know amateur boxing when I when I was amateurs was very much like a fencing game four twos but more so in the women's you don't see many women throwing good body shots now, yeah, but yeah. now as a pro 
that's what talking about the French girl who's, who's, who's she be see, hasn't she all yeah. waiting yeah, she's yeah. just relentless pressure 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 so that's again back to the sparring where you're trying to keep her on her and keep her doing it but that's what I'm saying to watch how Liam does it watch how Liam when someone back Liam to the ropes and you can see right away Liam's head over throwing up a cut and then bang and he lit the body shot with his own back to the ropes doesn't mm. mean you can't he's a bit Mexican in that way yeah, 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 you yeah, can yeah. still fight inside with someone putting pressure on you the, the range is still the same but then it's here getting getting out and whether being southpaw, stepping off into the gap and then having that, that space to go. Do you think do you think he's ever gonna go into coaching? Hey, by the way, we found uh, your lads' uh, wrestling figures before. Oh, yeah, they were knocking about happened. somewhere, <laughs> you know what I mean? There you go, we got the game. Last week, first time people like him remember her, brought him up when he came up on the Friday and he was in the other gym there in the ring. Doing a bit. And I had to call him in. So he said, Dad, call me in the ring, so I went. I'm coming in, <laughs> Frankie Smith. No, no, no. I'm AJ Styles, a wrestler, <laughs> so I went, oh go on, coming into the ring, AJ Styles, we come in like that, got all the ropes and he was wrestling with his granddad and getting them in all moves and all that, I said, mate, what are the boxing, he went, no, I'm a wrestler, so by the time we got home, he's a boxer now, he's been rooting all my shorts out and all that, and he's told Callum he wants the same shorts as him, but he said his nickname, he said, I don't need a nickname, because all boxers got nicknames, Joe yeah, yeah. Swifty, yeah, yeah. he's beefy, he's Munzo, I said, okay, what do you want then, he went, been thinking, and I think I'm going to be a, Frankie Smasher Smith. This is all like he said to me, one short and smash him. Smasher Smith. I'm laughing my head off Jade's for him and saying, he's not boxing, he's not boxing. I said, Jade, the minute he gets a smack back, he won't box. He's not well and good, and everyone would, he, he won't last there. Top man. Listen, Swift it. Ledge. So when we find out, sorry for the other people. Wednesday the pace bits. So okay. I'm on myself then, just literally depends. So we could be here, we could be going to Spain. Yeah, 21st in Barcelona, they won it. So I think they're going to go with that if they win the bid, if Eddie wins the bid. Eddie's on the camp, yeah, on that So I know roughly when it's going to be, so it's not too bad where sometimes in the gym you don't want a clue when you're fighting. At least I've got a rough idea, I know late October and I've got that to go for. Yeah, before we go, quickly, Canelo, Triple G, which way? Um, it's one of them, it's, it's getting close now, as you always do, you always change your mind. You see how many people go against Mayweather in the last couple of weeks and he's never going to lose. <laughs> yeah. But, um, from day one, I've always thought, I think Canelo's the more skilled, the more sort of gifted and skilled department. I think I think he'll be winning a lot of rounds early, but I just think Triple G gets some late on. I think yep. stops him late on. I think if he doesn't, I think Canelo will get it on points either way. As long as he gets there, he'll get it the season. I can't see them. I know it's bad to talk about contract, uh, controversial decisions, but I do think Canelo gets favours. I think that Mayweather fight, he never... He never won that no. in no. anyone's eyes, and one of the judges at that level. So yeah. I think he'd always get a little bit of favours even there on, on the card. But I think um, I can see I a second fight definitely, but because yeah, the same way I see Canelo thing, being I think well Canelo ahead coming on strong, and then getting caught. But I think early on, I think Canelo will look very good early on. But I think sorry, Triple G will come on later on strong. I think the relentlessness, I think it just will get. So I think I've always said about Canelo the reason I picked Mayweather against him. I think he's very good, very gifted, but only fights for like. 45 seconds of a round mm-hmm. he never ever you don't see three minutes of a round he has his walks looks around faint and he's good at getting it especially for someone when he was when he was so young how he how he like controlled the fight and went and had his walks and got his rest for like two minutes of a round he spends not doing much yeah. just fighting and walking and, and, and he's resting but because of the order he's got about him and how good he is with his front foot pressure and that, he, he, he gets other people not throwing punches at him mm. and then he'll get the breaks when he needs them but if you look at how many how, how, how much time he spends throwing punches, I don't think it's that it's that much. And Mayweather's very fit, and that's why he was always going to beat him. And I think the same thing. Not many people look at Golovkin. He's got that proper Kazakh style of boxing with that front foot pressure, and where his front foot's just always edging in range. Yeah. It always has you thinking, and always has you. <laughs> yeah. As you worry. Yeah, yeah. 
and he's always throwing. I just think he, he'll have Canelo working for three minutes of an hand. And by the second half of the fight, I think he'll blow up. I think Canelo hits it, but he'll get to him. He's always at this picking a fight, isn't he? I think Canelo will be ahead. I think his skill, his skill set's brilliant. I think he will be ahead, but I just don't know whether he sees it out. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Uh, there's nothing better than getting um, the opinion of a man that's actually been in the ring. Yeah, even though I don't agree with him. <laughs> to be fair, I don't agree with him either, but he makes an f- unbelievable argument, doesn't he, Beefy? Um, hope you enjoyed that. Obviously, we're uh, on location at uh, Gallagher's Gym. Um, our Radio City talk show, you can hear from Callum Smith, who's fighting in the World Boxing Super Series this weekend. You can get all this on our website, by the way, fightdisciples.com. Make sure you follow us on social media, at Fight Disciples, on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, because we've videoed a lot of it. You can see us in our new togs. We've got yep. some new... Uh, Luke Toggs, thank yep. you very much. To, are you happy now that you've got some kit? Mate, I'm over the moon. Some of that Lukey is top of the range. Like, I'm go. loving it. Uh, well, they've sent us a box of swag, of which we are going to incorporate into a prize packet at the end of the month for people to go to a fight and obviously wear some uh, Luke, Luke stuff. So don't fight. nick it. Yeah, don't, you, don't wear don't, it all. Don't be nicking it, yeah. I had a t-shirt picked out there for me dad and everything. No chance. Okay. Um, Luke1977.com is the website FDLR15 is the discount code if you want to get yourself some uh, freebies or just keep listening to us and I'll tell you how you can win a box of swag and some fight tickets yeah uh, Fight Disciples Ranger t-shirts coming it, soon man. as well that's it and if you're watching if you're actually watching this on our Facebook page you can see the Fight Disciples range start oh, to yeah. take uh, fruition because we are wearing it like little sad lads that we are um we need to give our predictions for this weekend you disagree with Beefy yeah I do yeah and I was I was touching on it then uh, and that's the fact that for me, this is the legacy fight for Canelo for Triple G. I don't afford. I don't think Triple G's career allows him to lose this fight. I think if he loses this fight, he will forever be ranked. His his whole legacy will forever be questioned. Yes, he's undefeated right now. Yes, he's got a ridiculous run of knockouts. But people will always look back and go, "Yeah, but you know, of his era, what other greats did he beat? Mm. What other greats did he beat?" I also think he's been fighting at a higher level, which I mentioned there to Beefy in terms of. Daniel Jacobs is legitimately the second best middleweight on the planet in my in my mind. Sorry, Billy Joe, yeah, but he's, he's truly the second best middleweight yeah, but, but out there. So I, I, I told you that he didn't beat him. He got lucky. I told you he didn't beat him. But you, you know that night as well. That yeah. night, obviously, he dropped Jacobs in the fourth round. It was really close. I thought Jacobs absolutely boxed out of his skin. That was the best Daniel Jacobs we were ever going to get. But this was a guy that would just beat cancer, and he was back in New yeah. York, and he was in front of his home fans. It was always going to be the greatest Daniel Jacobs we've ever seen. But he still wasn't enough to beat Triple G. He still didn't get that decision over Triple G. And for me, that was a Triple G that, I wouldn't say took Jacobs likely, but let's say Triple G's performance against Jacobs and his performance against Kel Brook are the only reason we're seeing the Canelo fight this Mm -hmm. weekend because they think, one, he's aged, and two, this time is right for Canelo to get the win. Uh, We've got a video on our... Facebook page, Sam Hind, new cruiserweight here at the Gallagher's gym. He made a great point and he gave, well, he got, he, he mentioned the stat that I was going to mention in the show anyway, um, and it's mirror image. Triple G actually does remind me a little bit of Mike Tyson. Yeah. I think he reminds me more of Chavez Sr. Mm-hmm. with the way that he goes about fighting. But if we were going to make that Tyson comparison with the way that he fights, then you look at the record, he's 37 and 0. He's got 33 knockouts. That's exactly where Tyson was at when he went to Tokyo and took on Buster Douglas, my friend. <laughs> there you go. Upset's coming. Well, it wouldn't yeah. even be an upset, would it? it? Because be an upset, this though. is genuinely this a 50 50 ding dong. It's a pick and fight, yeah. Mm. Um, Canelo, a very good counter puncher. Extremely good. It's going to be interesting. Probably the best. Out well, there. it's going to be interesting to see how those styles meet because, as Beefy was saying, as Swifty was saying, um, that Kazakh style. 
front slash foot. Mexican style from yeah, yeah. Triple G. Very front foot, very pressure. I'm on you, I'm on you, I'm on you, I'm on you. Canelo's fantastic counter punching. Will he be able to pick him off? Well, that's the big question, isn't it? You know, the, the big question is: Can Canelo outbox Triple G? Can he take the pace that Triple G is going to set? And I think early doors he probably will do. I think early doors I can see Canelo winning rounds. But for me, the big issue is power and pace. Triple G is going to set a pace that Canelo won't be able to live with for 12 rounds. Eventually, he's going to catch him on the chin. I truly believe Golovkin's got you know light heavyweight cruiserweight power and middleweight body, mm. and I think he's going to catch him and put him down. Uh, you know me; I would love to see a body shot. I'm a body shot. You know, yeah. For me, that's the ultimate finish is a body shot. But uh, I would love to see that. But I can actually see Canelo being knocked out, actually counted out by the referee. My exact notes, right? We've not compared. We no, just no. turned up here at the gym today. We, we don't talk to each bit. other unless we're on air, as, as that, people that's it. may or may not know. That's it, unless we're talking about um, trying to flush a shit. That's how, uh, that's how last week's show went down. Um, this is exactly what I've written. Canelo, early success. Will tire by the pace. Triple G sets. Triple G will stop him late on. Superior boxer. That's exactly what I've written. There you go. That, there we go. It's that's amazing that me and you are actually on the same page. It is, yeah. It's, because it's we've strange. had that many conversations since this fight was made, yeah. and we've both changed our mind on several occasions. 100%. I completely agree, yeah, we have. And uh, I think, to be honest, and I think we're not alone in that as well. I think most people listening to the show right now, most people in this gym, as we found yeah. out today, chatting with everybody. Straight down the middle. It, it, and they've 50, all changed 50, their minds. And they've all gone. Well, I started off here, and then I went there, and now I'm back here, but I'm thinking yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. And I think the whole world's like that, and that's what makes this... For me, this is the biggest fight this year. Is this the best middleweight fight of all time? Quite. Well, that's a big shout. Well, the only one, the only one the best of this era. The only one that other one that I can think of, 1985, Hagler Hearns. Yeah. You got three rounds of absolute mayhem, unbelievable mayhem. And it will never. Well, hopefully, it does compete with that. So Mm. that 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 is for those three rounds. It'd be. It feels impossible for this fight to be any better than those three rounds. What would be better if we got those three rounds times 12? Oh, mate. That would be better. Well, you, and actually, you know what? You actually got 12 rounds honest, of action in three rounds in that fight. We could get that as well. I hope we so. We could get that because both of these guys are monsters. Where are these boys when you compare the best middleweights of all time? Even though this is like a, a newish thing for Canelo. Yeah. Triple G's been there for a long period of time. Yeah. Bernard Hopkins, 20 defences at middleweight. You've got your Marvin Hagler's, your Carlos Monzon's, your Sugar Ray Robinson's. Yeah. Where are these boys in that mix? Well, you know what? The, 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 the answer to that question lies on Saturday night. Because whoever wins it can then argue they should be ranked amongst all those icons. Because they've got a win over either Canelo or Triple G. For me, this is the legacy fight for them both. But more for Triple G than Canelo. I think Canelo has had big fights. He's had, his legacy is cemented. He's the greatest Mexican boxer of this era mm. right now. Mm. He's made an absolute fortune, as Liam said earlier. He's the A-side to this but for me, Triple G is the attraction. He hasn't made the same kind of money. He hasn't made the same, built the same kind of legacy. But this is his moment. This is what his entire career has been leading towards. And a win over Canelo on Saturday makes Triple G arguably one of the greatest middleweights of all time. Big night in general for middleweights. Because oh, a little well, earlier, yeah. obviously in the UK, at the Copper Box Arena, yeah. a certain Mr. Uh, Joe Saunders... Billy uh, Joe's big chance. He's back in action. He looks in incredible shape. He looks like he's taking it seriously. He's taking on, obviously, Willie Munro Jr. We, we kind of forget that Billy Joe Saunders is the WBO middleweight champion of the world. He's got the other belt. He's yeah. got the other belt. But uh, Triple G has gone on record saying that he fancies, you know? So There was an article in, in uh, Metro newspaper the other day where they actually... Gave the they actually said the middleweight fight Canelo uh, Triple G is for all the belts and they even included 
Billy Joe's WBO middleweight wow. belt in there. Wow. Poor Billy Joe. Even even national newspapers in his own country Took don't know he's him. a champion. Yeah. Took it off him. Um, he has to. If he's this is going to be quite difficult for him to get a sniff at this because the majority of fans will want a trilogy fight, Triple G and Canelo. Yeah. They're going to want. We just mentioned Hagler Hearns, right? From yeah, yeah. 1985. If we get one of them, there's going to be a rematch. 100. If we get a half as good as that, there's going to be a rematch. So where does this leave Billy Joe, man? Where, 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 does, where does the shot for him come? The, the only other one, and we've been speaking to Beefy about it recently, his fight against Liam Williams is um, for Cotto's mm-hmm. £154 belt, but we've already said on this podcast on many occasions that we think Cotto might move up. Yeah. Cotto's well thought of with the WBO. Is Cotto a realistic shout for Billy Joe Saunders? Uh, because I, I don't so. think he's going to get a shot no, at Triple I, G and Canelo. Think, I think Cotto was a more realistic shout for Billy Joe. Had Cotto not come out recently and said he's, he's going to end his career at the end of this year, mm. he's going to finish boxing at the end of 2017. Otherwise, I'd have said, yeah, he's got a great chance of fighting Billy Joe and what an amazing fight that would be for Billy Joe. I, I think, unfortunately, Billy Joe goes into the fight this weekend not knowing what's happening. For me, if Golovkin wins... Easily. I think that's a we, better chance. Easily, yeah. like starches him, like yeah, four yeah, round yeah. demolition job. Then there's a chance for Billy Joe because he's a career middleweight. He's not. Yeah. He's never spoke about going up to super middleweight. He, he likes belts. He's collected belts his entire career. Mm-hmm. It would be the only belt he hasn't got to be undisputed middleweight champion. But for, I think, f- as Canelo's proved in the past, not really that bothered by belts. He's been there before. He's wore them all. He's built his legacy. He's in. He's the A side anyway. He's not kind of chasing anything else. So I think if Canelo wins, I think Billy Joe loses. Hmm. Um, I think if what we believe is going to happen, i.e. Golovkin winning by a late knockout or a knockout down the stretch with Canelo ahead, well, I think there's only one thing that will happen then because there'll be a rematch. Yeah. Because people will say, oh, you know, if Canelo had not got caught, he'd have won the fight. We need to see a second fight. So I think for Billy Joe, the only way this win, this is a win for him this weekend is if first he does the business at the copper box and then Golovkin absolutely steamrolls Canelo. Mm. Also, there's uh, other boxing going on as well on uh, on Saturday night uh, because we've got Callum Smith in action against uh, Eric Scoglin, which we're going to speak about on our Radio City talk show tomorrow. So if you're expecting us to go in on that right now, uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to us on our website, fightdisciples.com. World Boxing Super Series comes to Liverpool this weekend. Callum in action against uh, Eric Scoglin. And it got underway last weekend. Now... There's a few things that I would like to bring up regarding the World Boxing Super Series. I was a little bit disappointed with the broadcast side of it, okay? Yeah. Now, I think the broadcast side of it will be saved, and a lot of people might not necessarily be talking about the broadcast side of it, because Usyk and Hook brought a great fight. They delivered. Usyk looked a million dollars. Yeah. He rolls on now uh, to the semi-finals of the Cruiserweight uh, side of this particular draw, but it there's still a little bit of sourness in my mouth because the the stream went down on the website there wasn't a tv partner in position it just seems a little bit last minute which is a bit of a shame because they've been on the show and they've sold us yeah you're not going to see anything like this previous well i'll tell you i've not seen anything like this before yeah where you're doing tv deals on the day of the fight i think they only got the belarus tv deal done or something in the on the day of the fight which is which is silly, really, because this could be something massive. It, it could be, and you know, the actual visual itself. When you actually watch the show with the lights and all, it looked great. It looked mm. like something special. Uh, I'm, I've really got high hopes for Liverpool this weekend. You know, I, I'll be ringside, and I really want to see something a, a bit special up close and personal. Last year, to be honest, it, it felt it felt like a bit of a cobbled together thing. I know for a fact that they didn't 
plan on putting UK having any uh, you know showing it live in the UK at all mm. it was, it was, only it was on demand on Sunday morning that's was, what we were that, getting that's what they were like well it's on demand Sunday morning that's it and it was the fact that we and other like-minded fans went on social media, called off. them out over it and mm. said, listen, I think like the one I followed up on, World Boxing Super Series had put out a tweet saying, can't wait for this. And it was it was Hook and Usyk head-to-head, and it was the morning of the fight, can't wait for this. And I just simply tweeted them, unfortunately, I've got to wait because it's not on TV. And I got about an hour later, I got a text message with somebody who's part of that team saying, check Twitter now. It's been sorted. You're going to be able to watch it live. Mm. You know, so they were listening to fans. So I appreciate that. They're listening to the fans and the media and you know, people who, who had demanded that fight and they made it happen. Unfortunately, I had it at home. I watched it. Well, I watched six rounds live. Because it went down at seven rounds, down, didn't it? It went round at the start of the seventh. Yeah. So I, I missed I, seven, I, eight, nine and ten. I'm actually I had to fluent. watch it the next day on ITV. Well, actually, I'm fluent in, uh, in Russian now because I watched the last three rounds uh, on a, a Russian Ru- stream. On a Russian stream, yeah. And, in, and uh, we can say that. We can announce that quite openly because that's what it happened. was not available anywhere else. So yeah. that's what, unfortunately, that's what the World Boxing Super Series, the Ali Trophy, that's what they drove fans to do. Mm. It, they made it so difficult to watch this fight. Mm. That it's they made it too difficult. It's it's stupid because boxing fight sports they're competing with every other sport out Make there. Make it as accessible as you You've possibly can. You've got to open it up as much as possible. And if it was never going to be on, that should have been a deal from the get go. If ITV we're not going to put it out, we've got to put it on our website. We've got to put it on Facebook. Hell, they could have had fightdisciples.com. We'd have given them our website to mm. stream it live as well. The main thing is get fans watching it, get fans talking about it. And the worst thing. It almost blew up in their face because the fight was fucking great. Yeah, it was. Usyk Hook was a brilliant start to the tournament. It's just a shame that if you weren't a hardcore fan, I, I'm hardcore. Even I didn't go chasing the Russian stream. I just sat there like a knobhead pressing F4, <laughs> F4, refresh, refresh, refresh. And the next thing you know, I'm on Twitter, I say, oh, it stopped in the 10th. Well, great. I've been trying to refresh for 20 minutes here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get the, the, the feedback on, but... Hopefully that's behind us now. Hopefully it's ITV. Hopefully we know where this thing's going to be. Uh, we've still got the headache of the fact that some of it's about to be pay-per-view, which well, that's is it. bullshit. Well, this is it. This is where we're at, aren't we? We've got five now. From this weekend, we've got five pay-per-views in seven weeks. Yeah. This weekend... UK fight fans, yeah. Yeah, UK fight fans have got five pay-per-views in seven weeks. This weekend, fair enough. It is a super fight. We've been speaking about it throughout the whole of this podcast. We'll give yeah. you that. But you're not telling me that the next two rounds of the World Boxing Super Series involving Eubank and Groves are pay-per-view. No, they're not. No not chance. interested in that. Then you've got, obviously, the situation with YouTube and Huey, Huey Fury. Fury. And luckily, I've got a ticket. I'm actually going to the fight. To stream that on YouTube for 15 quid during the fight week, you can get it now for a tenner, obviously, on a pre-plan. Yeah. Now, it could be a stroke of genius, could the YouTube thing, because then you eradicate um, individual country television deals. Yeah. It's one platform for all, right? However, to make it pay-per-view, I think he's absolutely ridiculous. Open it up. Make these guys absolute superstars by opening it up to as many fight fans as you possibly can. Then the week after, you've got AJ. How many fight fans have got the best part of what? A hundred quid? Yeah. On top of their sub- subscriptions that they're already paying for, yeah. your Skies, your BTs, your Box Nations. Well, Sky's best part is about hundred quid. And you've got BT. 15 quid for BT, £10 for Box Nation. And now you're being asked to pay £15 a pop for 
five pay-per-view events. And, as well as that, we said it on last week's show, don't we? Yeah, okay, if you're a Box Nation subscriber, you're getting Triple G and Canelo for nothing. But if you're a BT subscriber like I am that gets Box Nation as part of your package, you've then got to pay 15 quid on top of that in order to get the fight. But again, it's such a mess, isn't it? Why are it's just making, a mess. Why are they making it fucking so difficult? Like, do you I like said, boxing? Do you like yeah, where well, you've got to go right round the houses to watch this exactly, fight. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, There's a reason why they, we... The Premier League gets serviced the way it does. It's either on Sky Sports or it's on BT Sport. Done. That is it. That's it. That is it. There's no pay-per-view. There's no, oh, fuck me, it's the FA Cup final. This is a pay-per-view now. Oh, it's uh, Liverpool versus Man United. Let's make this a pay-per-view. It's bullshit. Like, you're just alienating the the non-hardcore fans. And the hardcore fans, you're making them feel like a cunt because they've got to spend a fortune mm. to, cover the, to watch the sport they love. Mm. And they wonder why people stream shit. No, absolutely. And then they wonder why they can't sell tickets in certain in venues, venues because the fan base ain't growing. Exactly. Because you've not allowed them to come and see these guys there previously. You go, there you go. It's not fucking rocket science, is it? Let's be honest. No, it's not. Um, another thing that's not rocket science is that superb peach of a punch that knocked out Chocolatito at the weekend. Oh, mate. I'm gutted last week we didn't get to preview it. And, and it's easy to say in hindsight now, but I was going to say Chocolatito is going to get beat again. It was beautiful, Just because the first fight, he got mauled, he got manhandled. And in the run-up to this fight, he just didn't look like he wanted to be there. The preview show, his confidence looked drained. I just didn't fancy him at all as soon as the bell went. And my God, he got mm. destroyed. He did get destroyed. Um, the criticism about his legacy, by the way, and that's bullshit. Like, for me, that loss or these two back-to-back defeats do not make Chocolatito's career bullshit. No, he's, I think he's had an incredible pound-for-pound career, an incredible legacy he's left behind. I just think... Superfly was a weight division too much. Too much, for too much. Absolutely, that's that's all it was. He's mm-hmm. just gone up too too heavy. That's all. Um, we're going to obviously speak to Callum about this on tomorrow's Radio City Talk Show. So make sure you're with us for that. FightDisciples.com uh, because his WBC belt was won at the weekend. Uh, David Benavidez uh, beat um, Gavril. Very disappointing watch. I, I I watched it because I'm really intrigued by Benavidez. I think he's a ni- is he 19 years of age or something. He's only a young kid. Yeah. Uh, he's had 19 fights. He's knocked out near enough everybody out. And I just thought, oh, I'm going to get excited about this kid. And I watched it, obviously, with intrigue as well, regarding Callum being, well, it should technically be his belt in this particular uh, competition that we're in at the weekend. Uh, Benavidez is now the youngest world champion on the planet. Um, but the fight was really disappointing, man. I mean, he was not down in the last round. He had to get up yeah. in order to, uh, obviously, sustain a points victory. For me, there's a still a, now more... I think there's more unanswered questions now yeah. off the back of that because he stepped up in class. He's become world champion. I think there'll be a few people not as scared as they were previously yeah. of David Benavidez. I also think that the WBC have, have dropped the ball on this Massive one massively ball. because they've got they basically had the weekend, they had two guys for me fighting for world titles that are struggle to get in the top ten. Mm. Being a Benavidez probably nine or ten in the world, I reckon, but you know, these are not the WBC, the green and gold for me. That's that's the number one. Like you know, that's that's the number one champion. Mm. More often than not, that's the belt that they all want more than anything. So to, to to have two guys contesting it, that as I say, a fringe top ten, just put a bad light on the WBC. And as I say, as soon as the rail pulled out of that fight, Callum Smith versus Scoglin this weekend should, should have, have been, been for the WBC belt. Yeah, I agree with that. Totally agree with it. Um, another thing that we just want to confirm as well because we told you about it alluded to it on last week's show we put it on our social media Carl Frampton's chose Jamie Moore yeah he's uh, knocking about in honour yeah. he's near Salford he's, yeah. he's coming he's come hang out with the boys it, it surprised me because obviously he's losing it, don't list, it doesn't surprise me in that regard of Jamie Moore because I think he's a terrific fella and a, and a really exciting young coach um, 
but it just surprised me in regards to the fact that he's left one relatively young trainer who's learning his trade still in Shane McGuigan and come to another guy who's in a similar position yeah. for me. Uh, I don't think he would have left Shane. I just think the position was awkward because he was leaving Barry. Yeah, that's what I so. think. That's how I think it, that has come, yeah. up, come about. But again, you know, it's we haven't heard the full the full truth of that either. You know, obviously Barry. Well, now that he's in Salford, mate, I'll be knocking on the door. Yeah, we'll soon find out. Yeah, but again, I'm guessing Barry was pursuing the free TV angle, i.e., mass numbers, rather than the Sky Sports pay per view angle, Big money, uh, yeah. where you can make a lot more money in a shorter space of time. So. The free TV stuff is great when you're building for fans, prospects and, and for fans for us, yeah, yeah. and for guys on Carl Framson's undercard, but necessarily isn't bringing in the same kind of paychecks that you know your, your, your Anthony Joshua's or your Tony Bellews are bringing in on Sky pay-per-view. And, Carl and I don't know whether Carl has thought, you know what, yeah, yeah. Hey, this is my career, I'm not here to build other people's legacies, I'm here to build my own yeah. and to cement my family's future. And I don't know whether that was the catalyst that led to He's probably one of the only fighters that, in Great Britain that could justify saying that as well. He's a yeah, proper yeah. pay-per-view oh, he's star. he's a pay-per-view star. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. Mm. Uh, another pay-per-view star in his own head is Adrian Bronner. Have you seen what he's been up to? Well, Jesus Christ. Didn't he knock someone out now and punch some woman on Las he's, Vegas Strip? He's been out on the lash in Vegas. Yeah. He's been caught on camera shoving a woman and knocking out a bloke on the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah, that's just blown it all But you're all going to turn up next time to watch him. That's yeah, it. That's exactly, what he says. Yeah, fucking no chance. I hope he ends up in prison. Mm, likewise. Again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, finally. He has a problem. Finally. The best news of the week. Yeah. The best news of the week. We might have a legitimate reason now to go to Australia. Because hoiny, hoiny, hoiny might just be sealing the deal with Bradley Skeet. Just this, might be. I heard this morning Corcoran's now in the mix as I well. heard that Gary Corcoran's in there as yeah. well. Listen, Come down all I'm what? not bothered, <laughs> right? If we can get on a fun bus out to Brisbane, we're off there, son. If Corcoran's in the mix, if... For a world if, title. If Skeet's in the mix. For a world title. How the fuck is Sam Eggington not in the mix? Jesus Christ, man. You know, let's take Super Sam to Australia. But what a come down for the Brisbane Sporting... Uh, From Pacquiao. Uh, Alf Ramsey, uh, what's his name? Alf off Home and Away. That Re- we talked most of. Remar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alf off uh, yeah, yeah. Home and Away. We were talking about Alf last Roberts. week. What a come down for him. He was talking about Pacquiao. He was talking about uh, Conor, Conor McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, yeah. And now he's at a Google Bradley Skeet. He couldn't sell a ticket in his hometown, never mind in Australia. Don't get me wrong, Bradley's a good, good fighter. And he's yeah. probably earned, earned it through the WBO. Aye, exactly, but, yeah, yeah. Come on. But to come down for, for Horny you just Horny. Fought, you've just fought Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah. The welterweight title. You've it got is. the welterweight title. You yeah. could call out anybody, couldn't you? Anyway, we're, we're hearing um, that it's, it's near enough done, but as you've just said, Corcoran's name has been thrown into the mix uh, this morning as well. Um, we're, we're cha- you may have noticed that we've changed things up a little bit, by the way. Um, our boxing show now, which normally is released on a Wednesday, is going to be brought to you every single Tuesday. So every single Tuesday, you're going to get our boxing show. Every single Wednesday on podcast, you're going to get our Radio City talk show. And then on Thursdays, you'll obviously get our normal uh, UFC show. The reasons for that is just logistical, really. Hopefully, you'll get your boxing fix, your worldwide boxing fix, a little bit earlier. Uh, and it makes more sense, obviously, to put the podcast out after our Radio City Talk Show goes out on the Tuesday night. You can get it all, by the way, on our website, fightdisciples.com. You can subscribe there. You can find us on iTunes as well. And make sure you're on our social media this week because Social Media Mike, our main producer, 
He is currently sat in the corner of our studios. We've been recording this podcast, editing videos, making things tick, making things look half decent for the internet. He's paying no attention to us whatsoever yeah. because he's got his headphones on there. He's locked into uh, a show. Oh, he's locked up. He's, yeah, he's he having a look uh, at Norman. us there. Norman. Norman's now. with us. There you go. He's currently <laughs> making videos which you can get on our Facebook you ever and YouTube channel. you ever wondered what happened to Norman from Fireman Sam when you were a kid? He works for us now. He's there our head go. producer. There you go. So get yourself on fightdisciples.com uh, at Fight Disciples on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram you'll see all the videos this week where we've caught up with everybody at Gallagher's Gym because we've been yeah. on location and I'll be on location all week at uh, the World Boxing Super Series in Liverpool go. as well so there you go stay with us and if you need some new togs Luke1977.com FDLR15 is our discount code get stuck into that and keep listening to us on a weekly basis because we've got a prize packet coming up next week and the week after um, for a couple of boxing shows and we'll kick you up with some uh, t-shirts and we'll have your Fight Disciples style. Thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.